Hi friends, welcome to the show, episode one to be exact, something to be excited about, I know we certainly are. In today's episode, we brought you some wines that we really enjoy and we think you'll enjoy as well. Uh, We decided to do this thing live and in the moment and one take and there's no editing involved, so you're definitely going to hear some blunders. As this thing evolves and grows, we will evolve and grow and we'll get a little sharper, but for now, enjoy the laughs and enjoy the wine. Come in and tell us you heard the podcast. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Hey, cheers. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Uh, excited to be here. This is uh, this is very early on into this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, it took a little while to get started, and and we're finally here. We're doing it. We've, we are live in the cellar. We are live in the cellar. We have overcome uh, everything. Uh, it seems like every bit of this has uh, been a challenge, but yeah. we're here doing it. <laughs> so uh, so those of you who don't know, my name is Anthony. I'm Perry. And we are uh, here with Ed's Fine Wines. Uh, we're doing the Live in the Cellar podcast. We're bringing you some cool information in the wine store, uh, things that we have going on, social media aspects, uh, new updates on our website, which, uh, FYI, is coming live. We're going to be distributing nationwide. Mm-hmm. Uh, anywhere where you can get wines, we're going to be selling them. Yep. Uh, but more than that, what we're doing is uh, bringing some really yummy wines to you. Uh, we decided when we were going to do this, we're doing it live in one take. We're not going to edit anything out, so you're going to get the real raw information, and uh, you're going to get to see some of the blunders that we go through along the way. Yep. <laughs> and uh, today, you know, we both have our wine that we picked out. Um, I'm going to start with mine, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. I think mine's going to uh, really ruin the palate for the rest <laughs> of the day. <laughs> uh, mine's uh, Piatelli Malbec Reserve. Uh, this is from uh, Luan del Cuyo in Mendoza. Um, this is about uh, over 3,000 feet elevation in Mendoza. Um, their other winery in Salta is almost uh, almost 5,600 feet above sea level. Huge. Yeah, um, and makes a beautiful wine, which we also carry. But the one we're going to talk about today is the Piotel- uh, Piatelli Vineyards uh, Reserve Malbec. Uh, this is the 2018 vintage. And the cool thing about I like about this. It is a hundred percent Malbec, um, big, rich style of wine, and at a great, great price. Um, I've seen it online, much higher than what we sell it for. <laughs> but uh, let's pop this cork here. There we go, and try a little bit. the um, The winery's. Uh, interesting because you know uh it has a lot of italian influence um was first uh, founded by italian immigrants and uh actually the um the lady who makes the wine now she is actually from italian immigrants so her father was also a great winemaker um and uh valerina antolin if i'm pronouncing it right i believe um, she's fourth. She's actually fourth generation winemaker, um, and uh, she's actually been with Piatelli from like the the beginning of uh, the newest family, the newest owners of the winery, which is a uh, John and Arlene uh, Malinsky. Uh, but she's been with them forever. I mean, her, she made her first wine with her father when she was uh, thirteen years old. Oh wow! Um, so she has been doing this for a long, long time. Um, she has put her heart and soul into these wines and you can tell, I mean, in our store right now, this is probably 
the number one selling Malbec. Oh, without a doubt. We uh, it, it crushes. There's, it, it, every there's week it seems like we're ordering more cases of it. Absolutely. Um, and I love that you picked this. Uh, when we came into this podcast, what we said is we're going to get uh, some of our favorite wines in the store at a pretty good affordable price, but punches way above its price point. Um, it's funny. We, we didn't tell each other what we were going to get before we, uh, showed up to the podcast today. And I saw that you showed up with this and I couldn't have been happier. I think, uh, in terms of Melbeck, anyone who's looking for a Melbeck, this is one of, it might, I hate to say it is my go-to, but it, it really is. I, I, you can't beat it at the price point. It's unbelievable. You know, the, the soil composition there. So, uh, in Mendoza, uh, very rocky soil, uh, sand. Uh, this is a spot that is high desert. You know, you think of wine country, you know, in Oregon, it's, it's you know, a lot of conifer trees and it's lots of green. You get into Argentina and it's like a desert with cactus and you'll go forever and not see a tree. And then the next thing you know, there's these beautiful green vineyards. And a lot of that is uh, from irrigation. They all irrigate there. Water's very hard to get. It's usually water coming from the Andes Mountains that they're irrigating. And it's very, very regulated by their government. So when they say you have so many minutes to open your floodgate to get your vineyards wet, you have that amount of time, and if you go over, you could be fined very heavily. Um, so it makes for really great dry farming. It make, makes for wines that are stressed. And, of course, you know, big reds like this love stress. So uh, it produces really big, rich styles of wine. Um, and let's give this one a taste, if you yeah, don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. I like that you pointed that out, that the grapes need stress. Uh, they – the best I, – I mean, wines – produce well under stress like you're saying yeah. uh, the more it struggles the better the wine will be yep. uh and that really shows here this is uh to me what are we at on the shelf what do we have 13 bucks 12.99 bucks 12.99 and to me it punches like a 25 dollar mailback mm -hmm. i mean it's a it's a great wine it's rich it's deep it's full-bodied I, I mean on the nose you get more you don't get as much of the fruit on the nose this is definitely a uh, an earthier nose out of this glass but on the palate you get deep red maybe even dark you know bruised fruits this is uh this is a really nice melba i mean i get like um a uh rocky almost flavor like a mineral a mineral like a really mineral flavor and from like when i think about it i think about the stones that you would see in those vineyards you know, these are rocks that have fallen, you know, come down into sediment from the Andes Mountains. Mm. And uh, it is just a really rich flavor. And it is, a, for me, this is, a, you know, like in Argentina, steaks. Yeah, so definitely. A wonderful wine to go with steak. And um, you will have, a, you know, this is the opportunity to drink a wine that is very affordable with now that we know that, you know, meat prices have gone up. So... It's easier to buy a, a great value wine and pay your high dollar for your steak. Uh, but this is a pairing for me that I just love. Um, I would also, you know, pork dishes or wild game. Yeah, absolutely. Barbecue or what they call in Argentina, asado, uh, where you just grill the meat out on the, on the fire. Of course. And uh, <laughs> I don't want it to, to sound like, uh, you know, to circle back to what you're saying, spend the money on the on the meats and not the wine but you're not going to know you're buying a 13 dollar bottle of wine no. you show up with this no. and this is 
I mean, this is great, and it's beautiful packaging. I mean, it does not look cheap at all. This is this looks like an incredible bottle of wine, and it tastes like an incredible bottle of wine. You're just not going to feel it in your wallet. And it's a true expression of Malbec because it is a hundred percent Malbec. Mm. Uh, it is. It does see French oak aging, um, and you know that really kind of gives it a a soft vanilla note to it on the back end of the wine. But uh, this is the this is the wine that is big and rich, dark in color, and you know this is the one where you take the photograph before you started drinking wine, and by the end of the night your teeth are all purple. This oh is, yeah, this is the wine. That for sure. Man, it's the, this is really good. And it lingers. That's what's so nice about it. It mm. lingers. This is a this isn't a a quick one and done wine. This is something that. It's it's really rich. It's beautiful. It's something that uh, I, I think you did a great job on this wine. Yeah, and I find it funny that this is valley floor f fruit at like over 3,000 feet elevation. Well, <laughs> what I love about Piatelli is they do those higher elevation wines, and you spoke a little bit to this earlier. They're, they're higher in the Arlene. Oh, gosh. Uh, that's out of Salta, and Salta, to me, you know, with that higher elevation, they produce some of the best wines, you know, out there. I, I love everything that's coming them especially and if you hadn't uh, tried the arlene everyone could try it because i will tell you this my dad and i when we were tasting the wines we tasted through a bunch of wines and they pulled that arlene out and we tasted it and the first question we asked is how many cases did they have in the state of florida and they didn't have a lot we got 10 of them yeah um but uh that's one of the wines where both me and my dad kind of look at each other and go oh my gosh this is this is a really great one. Oh, without a doubt and it's one of those wines that so it's not uh it's not the most expensive but it's not your 13 dollar piatelli it's uh, you know mid 40s i think mm -hmm. on that wine yep. uh so you know you actually have to put some thought into it it's not someone who's going to walk in and just grab it and you know it is what it is 45 bucks is still something uh but it's not a, a recognized name and uh you know sometimes there's a little hesitation but every time i put it in someone's uh uh, uh, life. Every every time someone <laughs> tries it, they come back, and all they can say is, "Wow, what that, that was great. What is yeah, that? Yeah, you know." Uh, and that's something I I love. I love turning people on to new wines like that. Um, which brings me to my wine. What? Yeah, tell me about <laughs> your wine. I mean, so I this wine. Uh, when we talked about just doing yummy, affordable wines, uh, I I went to to one place, and that's Mark Harold. Uh, Mark Harold, I think, is affordable across the board for what he does, but his he does a wine called Collide, and I think that is, I mean, we have it for 22 23 bucks. I don't mm -hmm. know what it is, but it's at that price point, I don't think there's anything as good as it. Um, I think it, it far surpasses uh, the price point. I mean, I love Mark Harold's. Uh, brown label cab. It's probably one of my favorite cabs in the entire store. It's not cheap. It's a hundred dollars a bottle. Well, here's what I what I'm getting at, saying that you know, in, in terms of affordability, that hundred dollar bottle of wine is going to, in my opinion, smoke a a two three hundred dollars. It oh, might yeah. be one of my favorite cabs coming out of California. Oh, I will put it up against cabs that are super higher in price. Yeah. And uh, and I, I can tell you customers who we turn on to it, they always come back for more. It's it's unfortunate that it is that price. But for me, it is it's a birthday wine. You know, it's my anniversary wine. It's a wine that I will go to on those special occasions because I'm not drinking hundred dollar bottles of wine every day, folks. You no, know, of course not. Of course not. But uh, again, just to to be clear, 
I don't want to say any names, but I do think that that $100 (laughs) bottle of wine will smoke your $169 bottle. Or or higher. (laughs) Yeah, I I think that it's doing a lot better. So so Mark Harold to me is, uh, this wine was the wine that introduced me to him. uh, And again, I got to thank you for turning me on to him. But... I tried this Collide, and in, immediately it was one of those wines where I knew that I, I had to find out more about this guy. Uh, so I started reading up on him, and, and I you know I saw that he was working towards his Ph.D. in ecology and uh, emphasizing in nutritional biochemistry of aquaculture from UC Davis. And I thought, what the hell does that mean? What <laughs> is that? Uh, <laughs> so I start looking a little more, and... Uh, you know, I found out that in his first semester, his biochem professor, uh, who had a little vineyard, uh, offered him in, in the Sierra foothills, offered him a, a volunteer position at harvest. And he was hooked and he said, you know, right away that it was the perfect blend of art, science and culture. And to me, that's what this wine is. This is a, a, a perfect expression of that. You get chocolate plum. I mean, there's some, um, black currant cassis, there's mineral crack black pepper there's there's everything in this wine and uh and it really made me dive deeper into what this guy's doing so uh let's go ahead and pour it as i talk a little more about it to me this is going to be a uh, spanish style wine aside from a little bit of petite Syrah. he is uh doing a little bit of tempranillo about 38 percent tempranillo he's going to have a little carignan and a little uh graciano so very spanish influence on this uh but it's I mean, when I say it's big, it is big. You're not drinking anything after this at the end of the night. I'm going to tell you, I'm a little disappointed. Oh, yeah? You didn't pour me enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. You're taking the rest of this bottle home to your wife. I didn't want us to drink at all. <laughs> but this is great. I mean, he he was hired in 1995, uh, uh, 96. I don't remember. But he was hired uh, at Joseph Phelps as the research enologist. And he referred to that as his wine school. I mean, you go to probably the most prestigious wine school in in the country at UC Davis, and he got his education from Joseph Phelps, and I think that that really shows. He is a quality winemaker, and this $22, $23 bottle just hits a home run. The the saddest part about this wine is this is the last vintage you'll ever make of Collide. Mm. So we were lucky enough to score 10 cases. It's probably— Probably one of the only few ten cases in Pinellas County. Well, you uh, you say lucky enough, you beat him up on the phone for the <laughs> ten cases. <laughs> don't, don't make it sound like you stumbled upon it. You I, fought for those ten cases. To be honest with you, I really wish we'd have got twenty or thirty. Uh, um, you and me both. Uh, this is one that, again, it it doesn't have the biggest name. It's kind of a no namer uh, in terms of the wine itself. Mark Harold is a is a quality producer. Everyone knows. Well, a lot of people know, but this wine, Collide, isn't in the top list at any wine store you go to. So sometimes I have to, you know, uh, gently push people towards it. But it's one that, you know, I had a guy come in the other day and and I opened it up for him. He asked me if he could open it up. He said, if I like it, I'm going to buy a ton of it. He opened it up. He bought two cases, walked out the door. And, (laughs) and you know, that's the thing with Mark Harold. I mean, once people try his wine... There's no going back. They're, they get hooked. Yeah, they get hooked. There's um, no going back. And you know he he's got a he's got a, a hundred straight tempranillo. He also has a, a Syrah called Flux, um, and they're also in the at affordable price range. Yeah, they're under thirty bucks. Yeah, uh, Flux and Acha. That both yeah. of them are under thirty bucks. 
Um, I, you know, you mentioned earlier his uh, Brown Label, the uh, mm. Herald, is is incredible. But I, honestly, his uh, uproar, uh, delicious, seventy nine bucks. That yeah, another great cab. <laughs> it crushes. Yeah, the guy can, in my opinion, the guy can do no wrong. Yeah. he is one of my favorite producers out of California, without a doubt. Uh, probably out of the United States. He's he's a an awesome winemaker. And I think that's what we're here for, right? In this podcast, this is this is something we wanted to do: bring some uh, unique things to you that you might not be super familiar with, um, you know, and, and talk about it. And at the end of the day, we have no rhyme or reason as to what we're pouring; just what we are really geeking out about it. Yeah, moment. it's always like a surprise. It's always like your birthday. You know, Anthony brings in a wine. I go, what do you bring? <laughs> yeah, I bring in a wine. What do you bring? Yeah, and I think you had a great idea uh, when you said, "Listen." As soon as you get here, we're going to go right to the back, and we're just going to do it. I'm not going to see what you have. You're not going to see what I have, and we're just going to – it's a surprise, and I, I I love that. I was so glad, though, when, when uh, he pulled that bottle out. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Collide, too, it's not a big production wine. None of Mark Harold wines are big production wines. Um, that's why you don't see them everywhere, you know. Right. They're not everywhere, but where they are at – um, they have know, a following. Yeah, they have a following, and if you're in a restaurant and you see it, you should always, you know, if if it's a special night and you're looking at a great cab, you know, don't pick the names that you know. Pick something you don't know because, uh, and and if you see Mark Harold, believe me, go for it. It's I, I promise you, you won't you won't regret it. Or trust, you know, trust your sommelier, trust your uh, your local independent wine merchant there you go you know. that's what i'm getting at mm-hmm. uh th- that's something that i've always enjoyed about your store uh you know coming in over the years i am the newcomer to the store uh, uh hi anthony uh i'm i'm gonna be doing uh some social media stuff over the next uh, little bit and running the website but uh i've been shopping here forever and something that i've always appreciated is i can come into the store i can say i'm looking for so and so and you say, why? This is this is better. And this is a better price point. Mm-hmm. This is a great wine. What yeah. are you doing? And uh, and I'm a sommelier and you're you're putting me onto things, you know, and and that's that's what's so amazing about this this wine world, this wine industry. Uh, no matter how much, you know, someone else can always teach you something. And, and I've always appreciated that about you. And hopefully that's what we're doing for uh, for you, the listener. Uh, we're going to put you on to some, some really cool things. And, and you know that it's not something that we're going to, you know, be putting the most expensive wine out there for. You know, we're going to be putting out the most quality wines for the price point and, and letting you know what we have to offer. I think, too, we're also going to also show people, you know, uh, maybe some uh, new wines they've never had. And, and then also, you know, some, some familiar wines uh, that they've had, but maybe go a little in deeper into depth about the wines. We're going to bring winemakers in for conversations. We'll bring winery owners in for conversations. For sure. So um, that's you know, a tell. There might be someone in the future. <laughs> you know. But, you know, that's this is what we're trying to do is really help you as a listener maybe learn a little bit more about wine. And the nice part about, you know, Anthony and I working together, we're always looking for something new. So, you know, this is a goal is to maybe give everybody um, something to try that they've never tried before. And uh, Well, when we talked about this, we uh, we talked about several different things, but we what we really wanted to do is highlight 
certain things, but we wanted to connect with the audience a little more. We wanted to connect to our uh, our, our customers, our, our family. Uh, we wanted to have a deeper connection. You know, have when you come into the wine store and talk to us, yeah, we we give you as much time as you want, but you're usually in a hurry. You're here for five, 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. This, we can actually sit down, highlight the wine. You hear a little more about it. Yep. And, and like you said, we're going to bring a little more information, even about some of those things that, you know, those, those more familiar names we will dive deeper and, and maybe give you as an, an explanation as to why it's so yummy. We're also going to be bringing you some, uh, really good information as to what we're doing with the websites, with, uh, uh, social media, we're going to try to, like you alluded to, we're going to try to get some uh, really familiar winemakers on. Uh, we're, we're talking to a couple over the next week or two, uh, getting them on and letting you hear about how they make wine, th which is always cool for me. I mean, I like hearing what these guys are doing too. Yeah, I'm always uh, interested in what a winemaker's new technique is or what old is, you know, what's old is new, like using Enforas or uh, you know, things like that. So um, it's all going to be a learning curve for both of us, Anthony and I, and and hopefully we can give you some information that you can take, you know, to the next restaurant you go to or to the next party you go to and make help you make a, a, a good decision about your next purchase. Or maybe just some cool information to impress your friends over a uh, dinner. There you go. <laughs> all right. Hey. Uh, until next time, cheers, brother. Cheers, man.